I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Time for a quick fit tip. Haven't talked about this subject too much, and I'm going to just refer to it, them, as outliers. And as I put in the title, it's not the book. It's not the book. The popular book by Malcolm Gladwell. Super popular, 2008, published by Little Brown and Company. Outliers, the story of success, a nonfiction book uh, where Gladwell examines the factors that contribute to high levels of success. Not a, we're not debating that. What I'm talking about here refers to those people who live long lives despite what they do, right? So this idea came to me after reading a tweet the other day where someone said, you know, their grandmother just passed away but was in her 90s and smoked up until the day she died. And we all know these people. I had a grandmother who lived into her 80s, smoked as well. And this is so often used as an excuse to not even try. An excuse to say what? That it doesn't matter. But these are outliers. These are outliers. And I'm going to give two quick definitions, one quick study, and we're going to wrap it up. But this, this will always be a, an argument that people go to. Why bother? I had a, you know, I had a friend who lived to be 98 and they drank, you know, six beers a night. Well, no, usually you can't drink six beers. They usually drink something almost every single time. There's a story about someone who lived past 100. You read those stories and I do because I want to see. They will always give what they did, the little tips. And I don't think I've ever read one who didn't have a drink a day. They had their candy there's a story yesterday today that i just read same thing a woman who's teaching fitness classes she's like 102 she says i don't always finish my dinner but i always finish my dessert but it's all about moderation people and these are outliers what is an outlier in in my current definition well here's two other definitions and i'm using it to apply it to these people who live long lives in spite of some bad behavior or, or counterintuitive behavior, right? Uh, one definition, an outlier is an observation that lies an abnormal distance from other values in a random sample from a population. In a sense, the definition leaves it up to the analyst or a consensus process to decide what will be considered abnormal. Okay, kind of a decent definition, but this one's much better. An outlier is a single data point that goes far outside the average value of a group of statistics. Outliers may be exceptions, really important word, that stand outside individual samples of populations as well. In a more general context, an outlier is an individual that is markedly different from the norm in some respect. That's those people. Those are the grandmothers, the grandfathers, the people who live long lives despite a few bad lifestyle choices. 
Now, here's just one study. This is a fit tip, so we're not going deep at all. But I wanted to throw in one, and this was on smokers. Back in 2015, in the journals of Gerontology Series A, Biological Sciences and Medical Sciences, and the title is A Genetic Network Associated with Stress Resistance, Longevity, and Cancer in Humans. Long story short, with this study, they looked at a handful of smokers, some middle-aged, some older, and they were looking for something, some genetic marker that would be meaningful between these groups, especially in the group that lived, I think, 80s and 90s while still smoking. What did they find? One quick paragraph. Overall, using a unique phenotype and incorporating prior knowledge of biological networks, this study identified a single set, a set of single nucleotide uh, polymorphisms that together appear to be important for human aging, stress resistance, cancer, and longevity. Okay, they found a genetic component, of course, of course. But here's the thing. That doesn't guarantee that you're going to live to be 80, 90, 100, even if you have that genetic marker because you can turn them on and you can turn them off. That is what they're finding now. So in other words, if you have parents who live really long lives or the opposite, if you have parents that died young or grandparents that died young or lived a long time, that does not guarantee whatsoever, according to the current research, that you will that you will live long, or that you will die earlier. Your genetics are not a death sentence or a guarantee, one way or the other. What they are finding is, not surprising, lifestyle choices. Lifestyle choices affect those genes positively and negatively. And so I want to increase my odds as much as possible, people. We are constantly learning, and I'm constantly bringing the studies to you about how much control we do have. I mean, depending on the data you look at, they are now selling, saying up to 80% of early death is lifestyle related. I'm not going to play Russian roulette with my health. I am not going to hope that I'm one of the outliers because the cost is too important if I'm wrong, right? And let me say this, let me say this, you know, our grandparents, my grandparents, they didn't grow up the way we grew up. Two major differences, right? They didn't eat the processed foods we do or have access to, and they moved a heck of a lot more. Two of the most important things, and then stress and all those things are related, but they generally ate much better than we do, and they moved a lot more. And so those two things will help offset some of the other bad lifestyle choices, if you so choose. But that's my point. These are outliers, okay? And I'm going to leave you with this. With outliers, let me give you a set of numbers, right? Here's a set of data points. 25, 29, 3, 32, 85, 33, 27, 28. Bunch of numbers. There's two outliers there. 3 and 85. So you can be the 3 or you could be the 85. Outliers work in both directions. I don't want to take the chance. That's me. All right. Quick fit tip. I always have that friend. I got the one friend who always has to bring, hey, you know, my grandmother, she smoked two packs a day and she lived to be 99. Yeah, that's, that's like playing the lottery. She got lucky. And again, she probably had really, really different 
upbringing, food, movement, all of those things. And maybe not, but I'm not taking the chance. All right. Thank you for listening. Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. You can reach out with questions, comments. Going to bring you one fit tip a week, two full-length shows, lots more interviews coming up with great guests, lots booked, ready to come. And I'm going to keep bringing you the studies, keep bringing you all of the information about how much control we do have because that's what we need to hear. That's what you need to hear. And you don't hear it enough. And I'm going to bring you the science so that you can live your best life because that's what it's all about. We're not just going to live long lives thanks to medicine. We want the quality of our lives to be as great as possible. And that makes a difference. You need to do your strength training. You need to do your cardio. You need to find the healthy foods you enjoy. And that will... Increase your odds exponentially of living a very long, very happy life. Okay, enough. Please subscribe to the show, follow, rate, whatever you can do to support it. Greatly appreciated brand new uh, feed, although we're over 100 episodes on this one, 400 episodes on the original Fitness Disrupted. Anything you can do to support it is greatly appreciated. And remember, there are three things we all control. That's what this show's about. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, in our state of mind. And that is awesome. I'm Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. I'm going to leave you with the words of Jack Lane on my radio show many years ago. Here's Jack. I hope that each and every one of you wonderful people that are listening to Tom's great show will do something for the most important person on this earth, you.